Welcome to One Cause Church. Here is another inspirational message from Senior Pastor Eric Holler. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9-10 through 10 says, But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So at one time, what Paul is teaching us here, he's quoting from the book of Isaiah, eye has not seen and ear has not heard. And it hasn't even entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. I want you to understand something. It doesn't stop there now. That was the reality. But now Paul says, but God has revealed them to us by his spirit. So there is something for you to see by the spirit of God. There's something for you to hear. And there's something for your heart to understand. This is so powerful. Because there is, I said, as I said earlier, there's a frequency in this world right now. And it is coronavirus. And it is, it's a global impact. And there are many People's lives who have been damaged and injured and many have died from it. And uh, they're, there's, they're in financial crisis. You know, the, they're losing their jobs. There's a lot of uncertainty in this sound that's happening. Uh, you, you, you cannot turn on any news station, radio station, without hearing the words coronavirus, COVID-19. And, and thank God we want to be updated on what's going on in the progress, but we are nothing but inundated with this one frequency right now. And I want to remind you as believers that you're not bound to just this one frequency because you are born from on high. You are citizens of a kingdom that is not of this world. Praise God. Citizens of a kingdom that cannot and will not ever be shaken. So there's something from the scriptures for us to learn. And as the Lord began to talk to me last night about this sound, he began to tell me that there's another sound for us to grab a hold of. It's a sound that's only known in the spirit. And it is a sound that will begin to reverberate into this natural world, into our physical circumstances, into uh, the, the scenarios of our life. And, and right now, you know, there are a lot of good things that are occurring in this. You know, people are coming together. Home, families are coming together. They have to. They have to spend time with one another. And I think there are some really good resets here for us, as, especially in America here as a country. Um, but there is something that the Spirit of God... See, this is an opportunity. I'm going to say this. What this virus has brought is nothing but... Um, it, it is nothing but an attack from the enemy himself. Jesus said, he comes, the thief, the devil, comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. Man, don't we see it happening right now? We see the thief at work. But Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have more abundantly. So there is a different sound. There's a different frequency that's coming from our Heavenly Father. It's coming from him that Jesus Christ paid a dear price, the price of his own life, pouring out his own precious blood for us to live in this sound that he has for us, to have this perspective Uh, that God has for us to have in a time like this when it's hard to see otherwise, when it's confusing, when it's uncertain. So in 2 Kings chapter 7, I want to give you some scriptures and I want to encourage you to go to these places with me. Um, And we're going to see from the Bible, let it just teach us. Let it just teach us about perspective and about hearing and what that looks like. 2 Kings chapter 7. And um, we're going to start reading in verse 3, but let me just give you a little backstory to it. There, Israel has 
been besieged by the nation of Syria. The Syrian army has encamped around uh, the city of Samaria, and um, now they've enclosed on them, and also there's a famine there. And so th- these were desperate times. As a matter of fact, they had an economical uh, crisis, uh, a downturn, and um, there's massive inflation. It costs tons of money to buy anything. People don't have money. People are dying. People are getting sick. Uh, the, the times are so desperate that these two women made uh, a, a deal with one another that one day they would, I mean, this is kind of graphic, would boil and eat her child, and the next day they had a bull and eat the other lady's uh, child. I mean, it was just horrific, desperate times. And they're, they're hemmed in. Now, Israel brought this on themselves. Um, Elijah, uh, Elijah the prophet, prophet told them, he said, he said, it's not going to rain until I say it's going to rain. This is the word from God for them because they had turned away from God. So now they are in a crisis, and uh, it's bad. And their enemy is surrounding them. But there were these... Verse 3, let's pick up in verse 3. It says, Now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate, and they said to one another, Why are we sitting here until we die? If we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die also. Now therefore come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If they keep us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall only die. I love this common sense kind of talk. They're just walking through their situation. They're making an honest assessment of where they are. If we stay here, we die. If we go into the city, we die. There's nothing there. If we go to the enemies, we might not die. So let's take that chance. But just that, it says in they, verse 5, And they arose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. For the Lord had caused the army of the Syrians to hear the noise of chariots and the noise of horses, the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, look, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. Therefore they arose and fled at twilight and left the camp intact, their tents, their horses, and their donkeys, and they fled for their lives. So when these leprous men get there, these four limping lepers uh, walking through the night, upon that motion, upon that movement, the Lord caused a sound to stir up against the enemy. And it was not like what was actually happening. Let me tell you something. God is with you, and God is here to fight your battles for you. And greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. So you need to remember this, that when you walk by faith, there is a sound that reverberates in your action of faith. And it might seem minuscule where you are right now. Right now, you're in your house, and you're just kind of stuck there. But let me tell you something. You can do something right where you are and make huge impact in the kingdom of God and in this world. And it really starts by putting your faith into action, speaking the words of God, speaking his promises, declaring what God has said, calling those things that be not as though they are, commanding this virus to go in Jesus' name, and that in calling for the kingdom of God to be on earth as it is in heaven. Listen to this, Acts chapter 2. Jesus has already uh, died for our sins. He was buried. He rose again the third day, and now he has ascended. But before he ascended up into heaven to sit at the right hand of God, he told his disciples, go and wait. Go to Jerusalem and wait, and wait for the, the Spirit. Wait for the promise of the Spirit, because when he comes, you're going to receive power. And uh, he's going to be the one who's going to guide you now. And Acts chapter 2 opens up. That was Acts chapter 1 where he gave them those instructions. It opens up 
verse 1, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. And we're talking about a heavenly sound. All right. We, we hear the earthly sound right now. And what we need right now in this time more than anything is a heavenly sound. It says, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Notice that this sound that came from heaven impacted the people to make a sound. All right? That's what I want to get to you. Begin to say what heaven is saying. And the Spirit was giving them utterance. And they were dwelling in, and there dwe- were dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together. There's something about this heavenly sound. It's a unifying sound. It gathers people. Now, right now, we're not supposed to be gathering. But I'm telling you right now, in a moment of time, this sound from heaven can reverberate throughout the earth and change everything. Israel, that, they went from that complete uh, economical crash. And the next day, one day later, they, were, they had a perfect economy again because the Lord caused a sound. And you know what? When those lepers came into the camp of the Syrians, they found gold and silver and all kinds of they, livestock and all kinds of stuff. So they went back and told the elders of the city. They sent out people and it took them three days to gather all the spoils. I mean, just incredible turnaround. Don't forget, God can and will and is able to do an economical miracle in your life, a financial miracle, a financial breakthrough is the sound that comes from heaven for you. Amen. A provision from God. Paul said, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now, we're talking about this heavenly sound, but there's also something else for us to get a hold of. It says, no eye has seen and no ear has heard. Now we want to see, what is it? What is the heavenly perspective? Second Kings chapter 6 is the chapter before the one we just read. And there is um, an issue with, again, the Syrian army. And the king of Syria is trying to uh, come against Israel. And so he is, he is speaking to his, um, his uh, commanding, uh, commanding officers of his army. And he's telling them, we need to be over in this place and this place and set up traps for Israel. And, well, Elijah the prophet is hearing this. The Lord is, is letting him hear what the king is saying. And so then he's sending information to the king of Israel. And so every time uh, they are able to evade any attack from the Syrians. And finally, the Syrian king calls his people together and says, who's the spy here? Who's the one that's rooting for Israel? Because they, they know all of our plans. And one of his servants said, sir, he says, there's a man that the Lord is speaking to, the man of God, and he hears everything that's said in your bedroom. So the king was angry, and he, he says, all right, we need tell me find out where he is. And they found out, and he was a place called Dothan. And so he sent chariots uh, and horses to go seize, uh, seize Elijah. Now watch this. In verse 14, 2 Kings chapter 6. Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there, and they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? Might be asking that question. A lot of people are asking that question. What shall we do right now? What, what can we do? 
So he answered, do not fear. And I want to tell you that right now. Do not fear. Do not fear. Listen to this. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed. Now listen. And said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Let me tell you something. There is a heavenly perspective for you to grab a hold of today, right now. And in this time, this downtime that we have, uh, hopefully you're getting uh, you know, some projects done around the house that you need to. But listen, don't forget to gather around the word. I mean, this is a good concentrated time with you, between you and the Lord, you and your family, and leading them uh, into the things of God. So get the heavenly perspective, get the heavenly, percent, uh, heavenly sound in your home. Uh, as I said earlier, 1 John 4, 4 says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And I want to finish with this from Ephesians chapter 1. It's the Apostle Paul, and he prays this prayer for the church, and he prays this prayer for all of us, for this Ephesian church represents all of us today. And um, in verse 17 of Ephesians chapter 1, he says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Pray that over yourself. Pray that over your family. Pray, pray that. Uh, even this week, get aggressive with those words. Lord, give, give to us. Give to me. Give to my, my spouse. Give to my children. Give to our, our home. Give, us, give, give our business, Lord, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. And then he says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. In other words, he's saying there is a perspective for you to have. There is a heavenly perspective for you to gain, to be granted to you from God, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. First thing, that you may know hope. I love that, that you may know hope. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? In other words, just because we don't have access to everything right now on the earth, uh, this says that we have access to the riches of the glory of his inheritance. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power? Okay, this is what we need right now, isn't it? We need the power of God demonstrated like no other time in our lives right now. And it is available. Look toward us who believe. Toward us who believe. Believe for it. Declare it. Let the power of God, let the power of God, Penetrate. Let the power of God break through. Let the power of God heal. Let the power of God restore. Let the power of God provide in the name of Jesus. Let the power of God be known in the earth that God may be glorified in the name of Jesus. That we may see what Jesus came to give, not what the thief came to do. That we may see what he came to give life and abundance in this life. Verse 20 says, in which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality. Who's the author of all this junk going on? It's the devil himself. And Jesus is far above all principality and power and might and dominion. And every name that is named, that includes COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, his name is greater, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. 
Let me help you with something here. It says that he is far above all principality and power. The book of Ephesians also teaches us this. You are in him. (laughs) If he's above it all, so are you. Jesus has put you in the most victorious position you could possibly be in. So I want to encourage you this week. Gather with your family. I want to just give you a simple thing to do. The book of Ephesians is six chapters. Start Monday and go through Saturday. All right? Read one chapter a day. You might even open up a discussion. Maybe some questions will be asked. But just speak the word of God. Because Ephesians is is a wonderful book in that it's well balanced. The first three chapters are about your position in Christ. You see the phrase in him, in him, in him, in Christ. It's beautiful. But the next three chapters are about how we act, our practice. It tells you who you are and then it tells you what to do. So I want to encourage you, take on that assignment this week. Read one chapter starting on Monday, uh, one chapter a day from the book of Ephesians. It'll be a great blessing to your life. And pray that prayer. Continue to pray that prayer. God grant to us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. Help the eyes of our understanding. Let them be enlightened, God, so that we may know what you know. That we may hear what you hear. That we may see what you see. Because God has revealed to you what is not revealed to the rest of the world. The secret things, the deep things of God. Praise God. I miss you guys so much. I wish we could be together here. But we're making the best of it because I love what Pastor Jeremiah preached here a couple of weeks ago in our last service that when we were gathered. When he preached from Paul, who's, who's writing from prison. And he talks about his chains. And he says, but the word of God is not chained. Praise God. Remember that the word of God is powerful. Amen. And and let it sound reverberate in your house and let's all echo the word of God in the earth together in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's pray. Father, I want to thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your great grace. Thank you, Lord, that you are not shaken. You are not moved. You are not troubled by what's happening here on the earth. You are our help. You are our rock. You are our deliverer, our strong tower. You are our refuge. You are our savior. You are our healer, our deliverer, our provider. We thank you right now for the heavenly sound taking over. The heavenly sound pushing back the works of darkness, every sickness and dis-ease, every fear, every lack in the name of Jesus, every stress, every depression in the name of Jesus. Let the word of God go forth, not by might, not by power, but by the spirit of the living God. Thank you, Father God, for being with every household under the sound of my voice, God that you keep them. Thank you that your word says no evil shall befall them and no plague shall come near their dwelling. You give your angels charge over them to keep them in all their ways. Thank you right now. You're a very present help. There are those who are in great need, God. They need a financial breakthrough. They need help. Lord, they need a job. They need, Lord, I thank you right now for your peace to come upon them. That that would utterly destroy every bit of anxiety and worry and fear. And that they will choose right now. I'm going to believe God. He has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. 
I will not fear. What can man do to me? What can any virus do to me? The Lord is my helper. Amen. Receive that today. Receive that by the power of the Holy Ghost. I believe right now he is ministering to hearts. He's ministering to homes that, uh, that the anointing of the Spirit of God is breaking the yokes of bondage. It's removing burdens. Those burdens are not meant for you to bear. You are to make an exchange with the Lord Jesus. Cast your cares upon him. He can handle it. Amen. He already did handle it. He says, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Rest in him. Everything about us uh, in the natural wants to fight rest. We know we need to wear, we need to be concerned. Now listen, rest in him. Let God fight this battle for you. He's already taken care of it. He really has. This is the victorious reality of being a Christian, of being a child of God. Amen. Our faith in God is the victory that overcomes the world. Praise the Lord. Remember that. Remember that. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength in this time. Amen. We love you very much, and I really hope to see all of you very soon. I miss your faces like crazy. But we're with you, and we are excited about what's ahead because God gives us a future and a hope. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you in all of your house, in Jesus' name. And give you peace. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.